Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gavin. With me this week, I have got Shawnee and Emma. Uh, Keith should be back next week, um, but it is the three of us. It is Sunday night. It is the last fat back four before the season starts. If I'm right, yeah, it is. Um, so um, there's a lot to talk about. Strap yourselves in. Um, this could go anywhere in the next hour or so. Um, like, subscribe, comments, all that sort of stuff. Put the bell icon on. Um, and when we go live, you'll know about it. So, Liverpool start, well, they have a friendly tomorrow, but they start the league proper a week today away at Chelsea, at Stamford Bridge. And look, we're not going to beat around the bush here. Um, we're shorter players. We're definitely shorter players. We're a week out from the season start. I know we're three weeks from the window closing, but as the season starts next Sunday, we are 100% short of players. Um, Emma, are you getting worried yet? I started worrying today, believe it or not. Right. I thought it was the I thought it was the No it wasn't. I thought it was I thought I was like, ah yeah, be grand. I thought it was the coolest customer ever. But then today I was like what a week out. I'm starting to get worried. I think anybody that comes in now I don't even think is involved next week. So I'm worried that we have to start with what we have and I'm worried with what that might be so it, it, does the worry kick in because uh Romeo Lavia is on the bench for Southampton on Friday night doesn't see any action in a game where he would have been made for and you're thinking right that's a big tell sign um something's probably going to happen here and then nothing has happened um and I, I know it's only Sunday but like these days are these days are ticking over now on, honestly last week when I was like chilled out and I was like ah yeah Relax, everything before. I, I, I thought we'd have Lavia done by now, and even at that, he maybe probably wouldn't have started. But I think we need, I think everybody needs a bit of a boost, whether yeah. it's Lavia or somebody. It's just to show that look, we're topping up and it's not happened yet. So, yeah, that's yeah. that, that, that's what has me worried. Okay, Shawnee, I know, um. I think you're gonna be on worried. I think you're annoyed, um, and, I, and I'm not trying to fucking set you up there. You were annoyed over this, and you've, I think you've every right to be. And I'll explain to you um, my feelings on it in a bit. But the simple fact of the matter is, we are a week out from a Premier League starting. Um, the argument is there that, like Emmett says, if we bring anybody in, whether that's tomorrow, fucking Tuesday, Wednesday, wherever it might be, the chance of them starting at Chelsea um, is minimal I think um, at best and and I know we've three weeks left in the window but the season starts next week and we should be ready for the season to start and if you if you, an opportunity comes up when the season starts 
and between the season starting on August the 34th you, you go and take it but you should have the foundation in place and it, it's not no matter what way you're going to look at it it's not yeah what we're not prepared we're not prepared for kickoff it's it, it starts next week like this time next Sunday we'll be on deliberating the the result dissecting and whatever like we might be knee-jerk one way or whatever way but I just think the short and simple guy is that we're not, we're not prepared um, as far as the worrying thing you're saying can't be unworried like, the worry for me is it doesn't even seem like we have a plan and yeah. for me that's the most worrying thing um, I'm not fucking I'm not going to get hung up and knee-jerk and reactionary <laughs> I think times right now is when you need to probably kind of sit back and go right well what's going on here why are we in this situation um, I don't like people making excuses for uh, the owners, but like they may or may not have been cut off guard by hand on for being you know, departures, but I'd argue that before both of them left, we needed a Lavia anyway. So it should have been done. And I'm of the mind I, I like Lavia, I think he's I think he's a brilliant player. I don't think he's worth I don't think he's worth forty five million pounds. 45 million pounds I really don't hmm. but I think there's times when there's needs there's wants and needs and sometimes when you need something you need to pay the premium and the reason we need to pay the premium is because of poor poor planning in previous years has put us in this position and we decided this year was going to be the rebuild and we still seem shy on pulling the trigger on it look I don't know about this Smack the fella, I, I I don't. But from what I'm seeing, I don't think he's going to be in this job for long. I think his appointment to begin with is silly. I, I, I don't know. A director of football is a position that needs long term. You can't you can't hire a short term director of football. If the director of football you want is not available until a certain time, folk can make him available. Yeah, Liverpool FC. At the end of the day, and this is the, this is the thing that bugs the life out of me as well. We've been programmed now to believe we can't do Coisado. Why? Hundred million. We're not paying that. We won't give him his wages. We won't do Vardyol. Need ninety million. We won't pay that. Why? Fucking Liverpool FC. Look at the money we generate, and then people are making the argument: do everything to get the put back in. We need external capital put into this club by the owners. We need a one-time injection, maybe, just to catch us up on how far we are behind. And the problem is, I don't even think money is the issue. I don't I don't see the plan we have, Gav, because it, if if you're waiting, like your man, you guard goes to, goes to PSG, right? Obviously, he was one of the most touted, like, sought after sixes in the window. He goes to PSG. You can't tell me that we couldn't afford to do a deal for that fella early in the window. You can't tell me that he wouldn't come play for Liverpool. Where's the planning? People going, we might do a Fabinho signing or a Yoke out of blue. Let me tell you something. That was done under a completely different regime by different people. All of those people have since left the club. Fabinho, we've seen him with Gakbo, he done it out of nowhere. That's Julian Ward's work. Alexis McAllister, that was Julian Ward's work. We paid a, we paid a buyout class for Sabozlo. Fair fucking play. Everyone's up in arms going, Oh, where's FSG out now? They're only that's that should be par for the course of them going out and looking to bring in the best players available. Now we swallowed the shite at Bellingham Gav for fucking eighteen months. And you can't tell me we didn't. It this isn't one of them things where oh we were never in not like the Mbappe thing. It's not like we were in for Bellingham. He wanted to play for Liverpool. We wouldn't fucking front the bill. We wouldn't front the bill because we knew we had to do a rebuild. Okay. Again, step back. Have a look at it. Probably right. So why are we dicking around? That's, well, that's what I don't care. It's two weeks to go to kick off and I don't give a bollocks gab about what West Ham have that haven't done, what Everton have and haven't done, what City have and haven't done. I don't give a bollocks about any other club and what they do. The focus should be primarily on Liverpool. We've what, what fucking faffing about with our cocks in our hand here in a window where there's very, very little on the market that we can use and the fucking players that are available we won't pay for them 
So I don't know. And people coming out expecting Klopp to fucking start throwing owners on. He's just not going to do it. Klopp will happily say nothing and walk at the end of his contract and be just like, right, and that's the end of it. And I'm sure when he has time to talk, he'll talk. He's just not going to do that. He's all about harmony. He said it in roundabout ways about owners being more risk adverse. He's made it publicly known. He said this. I'm not paraphrasing. He's like, I am not the decision maker. He says, they might come to you a little surprise. I am not the decision maker. He said that, Gav. Yeah, you see, my, my, my thing on all this is that like, I I still don't believe, um, I I still don't believe Klopp will be at that naive to think that he's lost Fabinho and Henderson and he's not going to replace them, right? I still I I still see Liverpool bringing in two midfielders before the end of the window. My whole thing on this is is that and look, me and you have both heads all week on this really, um, and and other lads and and we've we've discussed it loud, right? And I don't disagree with anybody that says they're frustrated, they're worried, you know, it's not good enough. I, I absolutely get that. My, I'm, I'm trying to look at it in a, not even a different way. I'm starting to believe, right, that, and I actually do believe, it's not starting, I do believe. I do believe that if um, if Henderson and, and Fabinho had a been, had a stayed at this club, I don't think they're signing another midfielder. Genuinely, right? Which, Going back to your point, they should have brought somebody in. I agree with you because I'm, I've been banging. That would have left eight midfielders if they stayed. And I was pushing all the time. You need nine. You need nine. You need nine. So I'm with you on bringing one in. Whether that's a Lavia or a Toram or whatever position you want, we needed kind of nine, right? There's arguments over another sort of eight sort of player, but the sixth one makes more, maybe more sense. The thing about this for me is, is that if you're letting Henderson and Fabinho go, right? Okay, and you're going to bring two lads in, fine, but they sanctioned these moves, okay, they sanctioned them because both players were under contract, so they sanctioned the moves for these two players, now, when they sanctioned them, I think, and I, I, look, I understand that things take time, negotiation, I get all that, you see it in loads of transfers, some of them you think, oh, that's happened, and you know, oh, that must have happened straight away. None of them really do. They take negotiation, unless it's a mad fucking figure. And the club just goes, yeah, listen, here you go. Good luck. You know what I mean? But the reaction from Liverpool, even if they're walking their bollocks off, right? The simple fact of the matter is, Jordan Henderson three weeks ago, everyone knew he was leaving the football club. And Fabinho, prob- possibly four weeks ago now, knew he was leaving the football club. Now, if Klopp was happy with his eight, that's his that's his take, right? Or the club or whatever, whatever way you want to fucking frame it. If they were okay with that, right? They're a, that's their thing, that's their prerogative, and we have to live with that and we can argue over it and be not happy with it. But that's where they were. Those two players we've had three weeks on. Three to four weeks. Whatever way you kind of shake it down. And we are still sitting here with nobody in. Right now, I'm sure if Liverpool signed two midfielders in the next six days, people go, "Oh, they're two bleeding great signings." And will will he start at Chelsea? And the whole the whole mindset will change because that's how football works. You know, one good thing and it's all everyone's great. One bad thing and it's a fucking disaster. But still, my frustration with all this is that they probably will, most likely, will get two players in. And we talk about the halves in a bit, but the reaction to it, a reaction to something that they actually put in motion by sanctioning these moves, I think has been awful. I think it's absolutely been awful. Because Liverpool could have said, no, he's done it for sale, and went on and on and on, and in the background said, we're keeping them players until we've lined two up, and then we might let them go, and then we're ready to go. Boom, we're in, we're done. right? But they haven't. And we're sitting here less than seven days now, right, till the, till the season starts. Jordan Henderson's off playing football with his new team. Fabinho, I'm sure, will be playing very soon for his new team. When did we go to Germany? It must be three weeks ago now we went to Germany. And this was all in motion. And Liverpool are still sitting here, like you said, with their cock in their hands going, um, we, we, get to, we get to things sorted. And this isn't only down to Klopp. It's not only down to this Jorg fella. It's not down to the owners. It's, it's a collective where decisions are being made through a chain of command, whatever way you want to put them in, in different sections. Yes, he can go. Yes, he can go. We were going with eight. We now have six. 
but he's not. They're not going to be sorted out. And it looks to me like they've left, and we're still fucking wandering around the place. Going, where are the two players? I get. Listen, I've no issue with negotiating for Lavia, and saying, listen, Southampton, we're not paying fifty. We'll pay forty-five. But I want that ten days ago. I want it yeah, ten days ago. And if you're in for another midfielder, and you think we're willing to pay fifty for another midfielder, and someone wants seventy, you go, well, we're writing that off ten days ago. But we're, we're seven days out in the season. And I, there's no doubt Liverpool will look stronger by the 31st of August. But the 31st of August isn't the marker, really. The 31st of August is the last day you can improve yourself. The 13th or the 12th or whatever of August is, is when you if, if, should be in in place and ready to go. If you're doing deals in the last week of the window, in, 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 yeah, you've, you've had a bad window. Simple as that. You, you've not planned correctly. If you're doing deals in the last two or three days of the window, it should be a fucking disaster. We don't do deadline deal days where fucking we pull something out of the bag. Like there, there you go. This is be, but this would be my take on it. Look at the last, for example, the last like committee. Use that term, right? I know it's fucking frowned <coughs> upon the Liverpool fan base, but. Look, for example, a couple of years back, Liverpool were looking to buy Jamal Lewis from Norwich. And he had that price and he went, bid 10 million, rejected, bid 12 million. Didn't hear anything. But then we just announced Simicash and we're like, we, we, we bought this fella for 12 million because we weren't willing to pay the 20 million that Norwich wanted. This was the backup and that's done and he's in right now. Whatever about the, the quality of the player or whatever, they had a plan. And that was it. They weren't willing to move. Like, if you're not going to pay the fucking money for Lavia, who's next in the door? Why is Lavia not playing last night or the other night? And we're deadering about. Like, because as far now, I could be wrong. As far as I can see, we're the only fucking team in for him. Mm-hmm. Like, you're saying if if players come in in the next six days, they won't feature against Chelsea. I genuinely wouldn't see them before the fucking international break I would not be surprised because that's how Klopp has operated unless you're an attacking player who he knows look you can just fucking go in there attacking players the system is not as important in terms of a player who is closer to the goal because it's like look you just fucking ground the ball and do your thing but someone like Lavia or the thing is I can't even give you another name and I don't even know whether that's a good or a bad thing I couldn't give you another name like this Dewsbury Hall I don't know what position, I don't know what sort of midfielder he is, but I know fucking one thing's for sure. He's not good enough to be playing in the fucking base of air midfield. That's a fact. I don't care what anyone says. There's, there's no, where's the plan? Where's the cohesion? Like, what the fuck? What, who's going to start next weekend? People are going to tell me quarters will be all right away at Chelsea. It's not even, it's not even, it's not even. I watched the show and you were saying, was like, oh, Quarters playing the six. He's not. He's not doing a very fucking good job, is he? No, but it's not. Even, it's not even. 21. It's not even Quarters Jones playing the six. It's my whole thing on Quarters Jones is that we've never in in any show on this channel, and I doubt any other Liverpool channel. None of them have. Never them ever have. mentioned Quarters Jones in the six. Have. So my whole point on that is you're you're fitting things in for the sake of fitting them in. You know, and it's it's and this this is where. You know, this is where, like, th- that's where it starts to worry me. Where you're going, Curtis Jones in the six. It's just not it. It's just simply not it. It might be it on Sunday because of where we are. But it's not true design. And you, you should be going into a season where you have designed, you know, your squad to be able to do A, B, C, D and E. But Curtis Jones, a month ago, a, a, B, C, D, E, and F all the way to Z is never starting in the six for Liverpool. It's just he's never doing it, and that's the worry. Emmett, like when we when we look at this, and you know, Shawnee saying, you know, you bring two in, you mightn't see them, but we're going past that. Mm. We can't like look if we if we were sitting here with eight midfielders, right? And you said, so they might bring in your man Andre from Fluminense, isn't it? Um, they might bring him in and you say to me, you mightn't see him till after the international window or the international break. You go, yeah, I'm all right with that because we've eight lads here. Yeah. But we're sitting with six. We're sitting with six. And two of them haven't fucking trained. 
Two of them have not trained. They've not trained with the first team squad. Well, they, they might be on their own la- team, but they haven't trained. I said last week that it feels like we got it caught a little bit cold with Henderson and Fabinho. But these boys were on their way out anyway. So we should have had some sort of a, a plan in place. So it wasn't like these these lads were like 26 and 27. And all of a sudden Saudi Arabia come in and decide to bid on them and were caught cold. We should already have been planning for who replaces Fabinho and who replaces Henderson. So where are we in terms of that? Like, So it, it's a case that, right, we probably expected them to go last summer. They've Saudi Arabia have come in and decided to take them this summer. Where's that fucking list that we made for who we want to replace them? And you fast track it. And it, it seems like maybe we didn't have a plan in place for who who <coughs> replaced them. Um, and that's 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 the worrying thing because we sh- we should be able to fast forward. So we had the likes of Diaz. We knew that um, Mane was uh, going. Jackpot, right? I think, as well. So we said, right, look, looks like Spurs are moving with this lad. Boom, go and get him. Mm-hmm. We knew, now, I know it wasn't public knowledge that Firmino was going, but I would imagine it was knowledge within the club that he wasn't going to sign a new deal. We went and got Gakpo. That doesn't seem to have been the same amount of planning for the midfield as there was for either of those. And that's that's the worrying thing, that we've not gone bang. And I, I know what Shawnee is saying, that Lavia, I don't think Lavia is worth the 50 million. I really don't think he is. Not a 19. Probably will eventually be worth the, the, the 50 million. But why haven't we been able to go, all oh, right, you're taking him? Right, grand, bang, we'll just go and get this lad. But this is my whole point. They're both and it contract. looks like we're out of ideas. But they're both under contract. So Liverpool held all the cards here. Liverpool could have held the cards and said, listen, Fabinho, Jordan Henderson, we are willing to let you go under their terms. Right? Mm-hmm. Which their terms would be, we have identified Romeo Lavia and a another, right? And we are going to, you're going to have to sit tight because if we don't get these done, you're going nowhere. So I don't care what they're fucking offering you, Saudi Arabia. And listen, it's not even that Saudi Arabia. It, it, it could have been clubs in Italy or Germany or France or Spain. They, they should have turned it around and said, because the funny thing is, how many times do you hear not willing to let them go or are hesitant to let them go because they're not too sure what, what's out there in order to replace them? You hear it all the time across fan media, media itself, journalists, whoever it might be. You hear it all the time. Liverpool held all the cards in this situation and could have said three weeks ago, four weeks ago to Fabinho and Henderson, you're going to Germany. You're both going to Germany. You're both playing fucking games. And if it materialises that we can identify and make two signings happen, we will then sanction your move. That's where we stand because you're under contract to Liverpool Football Club. They've sanctioned it. They've sanctioned it. And they've known about it for three to four weeks. And look, I keep caveating away. I know things can be hard to negotiate. But if it's too hard to negotiate, move away from it. Move away from it. If it's too hard to do, go away and say, look, Southampton, there's the fucking bid. Look, I'm surprised Liverpool are going anywhere near Southampton right now. If they've put in 37 and gone to 41 and the Southampton won 50, I'm amazed Liverpool haven't turned around and went, no, good luck, we're out. Because they've done it loads of times with, with, with players, but yeah, that, but, but that that's that to me that was the, is a signal. The... And then on top of on top of that, he doesn't play Friday night, and we're still sitting here forty hours later where Liverpool should be going. He didn't play Friday night. There's the bid. Are you taking it? Yes. And on Saturday slash Sunday, like today, Liverpool announced that they've agreed a deal in principle, and we'll all wait till Tuesday for it to be done. Sorry, Sean. No, no, just we're all like this is all prefaced by the fact that this is a new regime. Like, the frustration for me, Gav, is it's not just this summer this has happened. Like, this is becoming a common team with Liverpool in the transfer window. Not getting the right amount of business done. And I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone could argue that. I think it's just one too many windows now gone by where we are one player or more short. And... F- like, haven't already been Windows point. Sounds like a fucking broken record. I'd imagine if you had a went back before the first game last season, probably saying the same things, parenting the same ideas. Am I going to be short? And again, it, it comes down to 
what did what would the club see as a success next year? What would club deem a success? I'm thinking in the top of your head, top four, top five. He probably thinks I've enough to get me through till the end of August. And if he does, fucking good on him. But that's the thing. Where is the drive to kick on? And I agree with you. Fabinho and Hendo should have been... T- at least one of them. At least one of them. You could have said to Hendo, like, you know what? You're gone. Or even Fabinho, because they're paying 40 million by him. Chances are you're going to get most up front. Off you, pop. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd be up in arms if Henderson was standing at the six. Uh, yeah, Chelsea. but Charlie, would you not would you not rather have well, the argument the with is, the people there rather than nobody there? They should have literally turned around and said to Henderson, Do you know what? That's a lovely fucking offer they've given you. The ten million, right forget we want twenty million for it. Simple as that. I don't want to be here fucking playing paupers. You're football clubs, Captain. You signed a new deal not too long, and that'll be the hill you die on. You wanted your extra few quid, and what that's done is it's protected our value too. So if this crown Saudi Arabia wants you, it's twenty million, and it'll be twenty million and deal accepted when we say so, not when you use your fucking journals to kick up and start causing a little storm, so you eventually find your way out. We've walked to do. You know that being club captain, he would have been sat in, in like you're absolutely fucking up your head if you think he wasn't sat in meetings with Klopp and Hogan or whoever else is doing deals going. This is what we're going to do because he's club captain and that would have been part and he should have been sat down. Look, you fucking, you're not moving anywhere until we've someone in the door who can replace your minutes. Simple as that. And once he's in, off your pop, no bother. You, you can fucking do whatever you want and they haven't done that. Now, people are like, we sell, we sell him now and we sell Fabinho. Surely we move on to Lavia now and then we go in with this fucking bollocky bill approach where it's 47 million and then it's 41 million i'm with you gav walk away <coughs> I'm, walk i was amazed i said i said this went the second they, 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 they've left it so long in this window that no matter what they do now with the dirt the quality that's just not there all right the, the quality is just not there and if you want a boy now you're paying for potential you know you're at the paying 80 million for a lad who scored nine goals in senior football and you pay for potential we have to take the fucking risk now we've no other opportunity we've no choice are, are we going to do this thing where we go we'll have to just sit on it because the player we want's not available well that's your fucking fault make him available and if he's not available use your scouts to get someone who he can coach and if you have to pay the extra money fucking do it that's yeah. what annoys me like it, it, like, like the fucking last two summer windows, and including this one, so far, it's not close yet, but look at the work we done last year. Diabolical. A fucking shocking window. I think one of the players is still at the club. Yeah. Darwin Nunes is still here. Yeah. Cavallo's gone. And that other lad has gone on loan, Ramsey. That's all we signed after a season where we were literally fighting on all fronts in, in football until the last fucking week of the season. And that's all they supplemented that squad with. I don't get it. Like, Gav, you and Keith, like you said, we've knocked heads on this in WhatsApp groups, Lots. Telegram groups, everything. It, it's like, and we disagree fucking quite frequently, but I think, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to think behind it all that there's some sort of rationale and thinking behind why that certain person has that opinion. But at the end of the day, I, I, I question, <coughs> seriously and I know you and Keith said it I think it we, we'll have a big window because it has to be a big window it has to be yeah All right? it, it wasn't that, that, it wasn't down to it wasn't down to oh I'm 100% confident this is what Liverpool Football Club would do my argument was yeah. it has to be a big window and I don't care what you get back in Gav, but we have to go out and spend I, X amount yeah I, I'm not being knee jerk when I say this I had reservations massively about what FSG see and Liverpool or are we a serious football club or we do we just happen to have a fucking unicorn of a manager at the helm who's squeezing every single drop out of this model and he's won or all don't get me wrong there was even when we were winning there was always questions whether this model would be sustainable in terms of keeping us at the top 
I, I like to think, would we all agree now that that's been answered? And the answer is no, right? I don't. I think. I think the answer is very close to it being no because not only not only Gav, because. I, but it's not. It's Shani, Sorry. It's not only. It's not only that. Like, oh, you know, like this. This situation itself. Like, I'm of the opinion. I look. If we if we go into this season and you have Henderson and Fabinho, we're having an argument on the 21st of August. Absolutely right. We're having. But I'd rather have the argument with the players there than the players not there. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather say, well, look, he could do this, he could do that, but I can't. You can't make an argument for things that don't exist. Do you know what I mean? And the 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 money stuff. Listen, Liverpool are gonna have to go and get two two midfielders. It's gonna cost them. You would argue one hundred million quid now in the next week, right? If, or the next three weeks, right? So the money is there. My biggest thing on this is that they'll probably spend the money, but they're doing it all wrong. They're yeah. doing it all, and someone said there earlier. I think it might have been. Um, I'll get the name up in a minute. Um, saying like, uh, why question? Um, Taurus says Gav held all the cards. Question mark. That's what idiot said about Brexit. No, my my point on this is that Liverpool should have held control over their transfer window. They were fully in control of it with regards to Sabozloy, McAllister, couple gone. We knew about it. We're happy with it, right? We are happy with most of what was leaving. We are okay with it because we were brought into and we were in full control. And then we just gave all the control away. And I don't mind giving all the control away, you know, for a, a very small period of time because you're going to take it back by reacting to those players leaving. But we haven't. We haven't. And no matter what, we, we bring players in, like I said, and people will be happy when we bring them in. But you still have to question the process from, I don't know, Pep Linder's right up, Klopp up, just above Klopp up. I don't know what it is. But you have to question. Like, Emma, I'm telling you now, if we go into next week on Sunday and we're sitting here without any more players added to it, I'm fucking sitting next Sunday going, Jesus, we could do with Jordan Henderson and Fabinho here. Like, that's where we are. I don't think that the, uh, I don't think that the owner's ambition and Klopp's ambition a lion and i've said this for a long time that the, probably the worst thing that we could have done is win the league in 2020 and um, because that was like 30 years everybody we've won the league now that's great i think fsg's ambition is to finish in the top four i i don't think i don't think their ambition is to win i think their ambition is to compete if that makes sense um, and 100% agree with what you just said there is that I would rather start the season and go in against Chelsea with Fabinho and Henderson in the starting lineup or even in the squad rather than to start it with, oh, we've got 52 million in the bank. Um, the first month of our season, there's five or six games. You you don't win a league in August, September, but you can definitely lose a league in August or September. And if we don't get off to a good start, which I'm not saying that we won't, we, we probably will. We could be sitting here in a month's time thinking, Jesus Christ, we've got whatever, 12 points from the last four or five games. That's a great start. But they're not putting us in a very good position to start off a league and I, th I think starting short is it, it could it could cost us come the end of the season yeah and it, it, like, it, it costs you it, it definitely costs you with regards to it can cost you winning the league because we know the standard that's being set by Liverpool and City really over the last four or five years with the points total but you know it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be disastrous in a, in a top four top five push but that's where people are getting upset are we lining ourselves up here to just go, let's do two points a game here, get 76 and that should get you. That, that's not how you should be looking at it. Jake Semester says, Gab, what happened to the apparently all the groundwork being done on the players? This is my entire point on this, Jake. Right? Liverpool, like, look, Shawnee is annoyed, right? We're all annoyed. But Shawnee's probably the most outspoken with this. But Shawnee has consistently said he does not, he has no problem with the business Liverpool do. It's the volume of it. He's no problem with any player Liverpool bring in. Right, because he trusts. That's where the trust comes with Klopp. But it's the volume of it, and we've all spoken so many times over the, so many years. And sometimes the Jews is a, beat, a stick to beat the club with that. They're very cute in what they do. 
They're very zoned in. They know their targets. They know how to hit that target. And it's great. And, you know, where, where other teams are spending 70 and 80 million, we're spending 40 million and we're getting better return off it. And we, we've no issue with being like that. There should never be an issue with that. If you're going out and spending half what they're spending and you're getting as good as, if not better, results, great. But my whole point on this, Jake, is that groundwork would have been put in, right? It always is with football clubs for months on players. But when you're two players in midfield, that whether you like them or not, whether you want them to start against Chelsea or, not, or on the verge of leaving the club, that's when the groundwork speeds up. That's when you start turning groundwork into foundations of a deal. And you go in and you say, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and them two are going and we're going to come out with this where the two players leaving are nearly an afterthought because we've acted. This is what my whole point on it. And I've, I'm being honest, I've given loads and I've been very patient in, in saying, look, they'll get it done, they get it done. But we're a week out here now and there's a fella sitting on the bench at fucking Southampton away at Sheffield Wednesday, not getting used. And we're fucking playing ring a ring a rosy with Southampton. Do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't... That's where my whole thing, Jay, comes from, is that groundwork is always put in, but you need to solidify that and you need to act on it. And to me, they're either not acting on it, right, or they're playing this game with Southampton that they've never played with anybody. They've never played with anyone. This is this fella. This is your man. Well, it, it could be a man, but then the talk was no, is that... But but, is but, but you remember they brought back... Um, what's it, that many of them now? Didn't they bring back your man that was very close to Klopp after he'd, he'd, he'd left it, but he brought him back? He kind of he said he was on a sabbatical. I don't know his name. I remember reading it, that he's come back and he's very close to Klopp. And this was where Klopp was going to take control of, you know, a lot of control on transfers and stuff like that. But it just it just feels to me like they've just missed a step here. And instead of acting, going right, we missed a step there. We need to sort this out. We're just we have to be wandering around in circles with Southampton here. Liverpool don't bid three times on a player. When ain't the last player Liverpool bid three times on? Doesn't happen. Never heard. Never, Never heard. ever heard of. Never heard of. You go once, you maybe go twice, and if does if it's if if you go twice, the first one's probably not even made public. The second one's made public, and you know we think it's just a bit of our own, but we don't. We haven't done that. We definitely have not done that. Um, Shawnee, look, this is probably a new fucking point at this stage, and I'll ask you both. So, Emma, get your thinking hand on. But like, Lavia is there, right? Like. I think our biggest thing is that we haven't acted and we haven't got it done and you know we're gonna we're gonna go close to the end of the window here probably unless we throw to well during the week and me and you are talking absolute bollocks which is there's a good chance of happening right but no but we're not talking bollocks no no, no what I mean is what I mean is, is that is is that we we're, we're thinking in our head like it's not gonna it's you know it's not gonna happen why, why aren't we doing it and it could be done but player was you said it earlier what's on the market what's what's gettable. You know, what suits us. If Liverpool, and you'd have to presume they are, are working on something, where do you think they're working on? Like, what, 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 is there names out there you think they should be? I know there's names you think they should be. This is the thing, Gav. Like, if this was Chelsea, City, or even United, it could be anyone. But because it's us and how we operate, like, if we were, if they are serious about moving this forward, you're going out and you're getting Lavia and then you're getting your man Decore from Palace, for example. And you're going to drop them two in there. And you're like, we'll go with them. Decore, full season in the Premier League. Uh, apparently, we looked at him when he was in France when he was playing Valence. So, like, homework is done there. Pay what's needed, all right? And fucking take him out there and get get Lavia because it's one that they obviously want that bidding on him, all right? I don't... Fucking, I can't for the life of me understand who Liverpool are going for. And it's not because, it's not this big fucking, oh, we're so good at moving in the shadows. I, I, I haven't seen it from this, this regime, this this fucking short-term regime of this jog fella. Like, the cunts living in Ibiza. That's not right I heard out there. This, like you said, these can all be done remotely. It's completely nothing. Like, but who is it? If it's not Lavia, because you know about now. After that second bid is rejected, it's like we're not going back. I fully expected in the past. Word to yeah. come out straight away. Liverpool have done. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Good luck. Paul Joyce 
Liverpool had a second bid rejected by Oak. They expected to look at alternatives next week. Gone. Good luck. Out the gap. And I'd, I'd respect that because that would mean, that would obviously show that there is some sort of plan or outlier that they have there where they're going. We'll go to Air Suites, but if you're not willing to meet that, we're going to go here. And they go down the chain. And obviously, you might have to sacrifice quality as you go down. I, I don't see the two players now that Liverpool are going to bring in that are going to make us challengers. And and that, that's my <coughs> issue. We should, should you be challenging off the back of a rebuild? You throw Moises <coughs> by Sado and Lavi into that team and we're having a go to the league next year. And that's a fucking fight. That is a yeah, but fight. That's, that's 150 you, million quid. So what? No, I'm just saying, like that that's 150 million quid. And it's See, been, there you go. But, pre the pre programmed to go. No, I'm not I'm not pre no, I'm not pre programmed. What I'm trying to say to you is the price on them is known. The price on these two players are known. The, this, so the, why 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 can't the Kev hit the nail on the fucking but, but head never, in the chat? How are you going Arsenal to do it? Have had, Arsenal have had over six hundred pumped in by the Cronkies during our Tetris reign. By hook or by crook, they've done it. And they've yeah, had a I, fucking go. And I, I get that. What I'm trying to say is, is that walking in the shadows, walking in the shadows, Shani, is one thing. But these players, we know the price of these players. Lavia has been known for so long. So I say, though, whoever you go for, the price, well, it's all I'm a grabbing back, maybe not. But Soisado and Lavia, you know, it's 100 million for Soisado. It's 50 million for him. What I'm saying to you is, it's known for so long. We're sitting here with a week to go in the window, right? And even if you sign Lavia and you sign Saicedo, everyone will go, hurrah, that's fucking amazing. My whole point is, is that you knew four weeks ago that these would cost us money. Why didn't you do it? Yeah, but that's the problem. The the money, that's the money, the, listen, if Liverpool signed them two for £150 million tomorrow, right? Why, they would why, have spent, why, why can't we? Why, why, oh, there shouldn't be a reason why we can't. There shouldn't be a reason why we can't. Because if you look, if you think about it, that's 150 million, 180. It's 240 million pounds spent in the summer, with 50 back, which is 190 million. Everyone knows Liverpool have to spend money, and people people saying like, you know, oh, I can't see them spending that money. That's the market. Declan Rice is 105 million. That's, Enzo that's, Fernandez that's, is 100 million plus. Those players are United have signed the player for 70 million pounds. I've never fucking heard of him. Do you that, know what I mean? That tells me. Look, listen. I'm just going to be deadly honest with you. I acknowledge everything good FSG have done for this club. I've had me fill of the cunts now because I and I'm not going to sit around banning ban FSG out hashtags on because it has no fucking bearing on what will happen with the club moving forward. It won't make a fucking single iota of a difference. Look at the shit show that's going on over at Manchester United. Look at it. They, they've had games called off. They've had fellas coming in with six billion cash looking to buy the club and bounce and the Glazers don't give a bollocks. They'll sit on their hands. They don't give a shit. It's f- f- owners. They are the custodians, current custodians of this club. They're not contracted owners. They will go when they feel like going. It's as simple as that. But I've 100% had my fill of these cunts. And I'll tell you this why. We've Jürgen Klopp who... Pisses all over any other manager that's been in the game since Alex Ferguson. Simple as that. And my fucking burning through his years, making him perform miracle after miracle after miracle. And it didn't come in last year for them. The fucking luck was up. And you have to give him another go. Klopp, Klopp would get 10 years off Liverpool fans for the way he's, they would. The Liverpool fans will never, ever, ever, ever turn on him. And these no. fuckers are taking advantage of that. And they know, like Emmett says, toward the year way, fucking done dusted. That's 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 them off here back for six years. Imagine Rogers had a won the league. Honestly, imagine mm, Rogers I had a won the league. I imagine know. the fucking state we'd be in. This is the problem, Gab. They're born and through the player. Alison Becker, greatest goalkeeper we've ever had. Born in his prime years by not fucking surrounding them with war class players for him to kick on. And fucking these, all of these players should have an extra two or three titles under that belt. And people turn around and go, spending guarantees you nothing. But I tell you one thing, there's a fucking way, way higher percentage chance that we've more titles in the bag had they loosened up the poor strings a little bit. They put fuck all into the club at the very same time as taking nothing out. We generate these... We've 
All, all we're asking for right now is a single fucking injection of a hundred million in to buy someone like Suicido. To move for, can't tell me you wouldn't play by Liverpool. Oh. We fucking wanted them. We wanted them in the summer. We wanted them in, in January. 100% but, players for Liverpool. But this is the thing. And people are pre-programmed to go, there's an 80 million bid gone in for Coisado and it's a mystery club. And the fucking automatic thing to do is, it's definitely not Liverpool. Why? That's yeah. what fucking annoys me. Yeah, I, look, no, is, what annoys I, me is, what annoys me is, is that uh, mystery clubs and all this, right? Fuck off, annoy me, right? But what I'm saying is, right, is that it's not like Saito's come on the market today and Liverpool have went, oh, we could have got him, but we've spent fucking this amount of money and we just don't have it to stretch to that. It's not like that. Like, Saito's been in the fucking front window of, you know, of the shop since the, the end of May. He simply he simply has. The only thing I would say on Klopp is, is that, and, and this is coming, by the way, right? He is going to be under severe pressure, right? On a footballing sense. You know, with the way this window's gone. But also the way he came out and he said we need players, we need this, we need that. And you can you can you can measure that down to, you know, oh he's he's letting the owners know there, right? Or he's in control, he's getting much more of a say. You can you know, like everything with Liverpool, you can you can slide that argument whatever way you feel like sliding it. But he's gonna come under severe pressure though. And I know you were saying like and, and it's a fair point, he's a man of principle and he won't throw the owners on the bus. But it's going. To, it's. I think it might get to a stage where Klopp's going to be asked. Listen, you've said all this all summer. Can you tell us the reason? If, if for argument's sake, Liverpool don't sign two midfielders, right? Or the window doesn't work out as we want to, right? It's not going to work out perfect now. But it may by the end of the summer. Going, we've enough players now. We've we've got them in. It was late. You know, it wasn't good enough, but we've got it there, right? But he's definitely going to be asked the question at some stage. Listen, you've spoken all this all summer. Can you tell us the reason why it hasn't happened? Who it's down to? And what's going to happen here is that I'm with you. He's a man of principle and he'll, he'll go, listen, things happen, blah, 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 blah. And they're going to absolutely lay into him. Absolutely fucking lay into him. Emma, I can, honestly, Emma, I can see this where if the window doesn't go perfect or finishes on a really high note and Klopp starts getting asked questions about this, there is going to be basically the media are going to come down on this fella like a ton of fucking bricks and they're going to pull up every quote he's given all summer and they're going to question him, is that you talking when you said it or is it the club talking when you said it? What's it going to be? Because he's not that Klopp's got away with it for so long. I think he's 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 spoken it very well. But this is this is a different fucking level. Like The, the players leaving and, and the lack of players coming in. I think he's I, under severe pressure on and off the pitch um, if this doesn't go well in the next... Yeah, no, he, certainly he, he is, but I think what he's done is at the start of the window, he kind of covered it with, we might bring in a few early, and then others might take six to seven weeks mm -hmm. uh, to bring in. So I think. So that, you think you think he's still in a comfortable position well, himself in his own look, head? My, my concern is, is right, so we look at it <clears> in the past, we tried to start Werner, didn't get him, we brought in Jota, right? Mm -hmm. To me, is a success. Uh, it was... What's your man's name? Was it Draxler? And we didn't yeah. get him. We got Emma, Salah. Emma. I know. No, um, Brandt. Brandt, sorry. Right. Yeah. But who's the backup to Lavia? That's, and that's why the aren't point. We, <laughs> and why aren't we making it? This is the so thing. My, my concern is, is that we're, we're, stuck, we're stuck on Lavia and we're not, we don't seem to be moving. Like you said earlier on, Gab, that we don't tend to go in three times for a player. So we go in twice. Why aren't we bidding for the the next guy? Like the, the to me the, the concern is is that it's Lavia, Lavia, Lavia. The, the, there's no even mention of 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 somebody else, and that's that that's a concern for me. That's that's lack of planning. And I said it earlier on that we should have already been planning for the the Fabinho and Henderson replacements for. Even if it was next season or January, yeah, whatever. Because we, we've said we're going to we, have we a conversation have in 12 months anyway. Where, we've said where, this. where is it? Yeah. yeah. There's, no, there's, there's no, why, why don't we turn around and go, right, fuck yous. We're just going to go and buy Alvarez or we're just going to go and buy whoever. Andra, uh, Andre or whatever. It, that doesn't say, it, it's not very Liverpool-like to be like, go on, please, go on, please, please. We're nearly half begging them to give them 
give us this player and we don't seem to have a backup plan um in terms of Klopp until we know what his I know there was there was big discussions about it earlier on until we know what his is he does he have the first say does he have the last say does he have both it's very difficult to try and kind of lay a, a, a certain amount of blame at his door. Um, but yeah, questions, 100% questions need to be asked if it's a case that we don't get the targets that we need. Uh, and why wasn't there backup targets? Because but like, when we when we go back a couple of months ago, right, and you know all this stuff around um, Man City, and the charges against them and, and stuff like that. And my big issue, like City, you know, people say City, like they're self-sustainable now and all. I have no issue with that. My issue is where City came from and stuff like that, right? But when we are talking about that and we're talking about the model of this and the model of that and wherever else, right? But this isn't even Liverpool keeping to a model. This isn't even Liverpool keep. Honestly, it's not even Liverpool keeping to a model because, like somebody mentioned it there earlier, the amount of wages we've taken off this bill in in the last two months million. is fucking huge. You know what I mean? It's huge. And like people think, oh, what's 25 million? 25 million wages is massive. It's a massive amount of wage. You know what I mean? They make more and more money every year. You see that. So they're able to up their wages every year anyway and then things like that. But it's it's not even, whether you like the model, as you put it, or, the, or you don't like it, or you, you like bits or pieces or whatever, this doesn't even feel like that. You know what I mean? If you actually take 35 million off the wage bill, take the 50 million you've got for the players and add it in, Liverpool have done fuck all spend-wise if you want to go down that route. Do you know what I mean? Like, Liverpool can easily pay the fees. The accounts show that. Do you know what I mean? The accounts show that Liverpool can pay the fees. And people will go on about the wages. But Liverpool have actually cleared up. You know, you'd argue it's probably not 35 million now because of the two players you've signed. But no, 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 it's 35 million. After the two boys, right. Them. Maybe, right. Yeah, it's 40, so, 45 without them. Yeah, so this, this is what I'm saying. So Liverpool are in probably the best position they've been in a long time, right, with the spots in the squad you can fill. You're not overfilling it. The wages, where the wages are at the club, because you remember it was astronomical on the, the old contracts, as they call it, where they were getting mad bonuses for, you know, winning the corner and all sorts of stuff. They're in the perfect position to go and do this. And it's just like, why are we sitting here for a week to go? It's, well, you have to it's just mad well, in my La- La- Lavi is not earning crazy money at Southampton. <coughs> no, but you can bring Lavi in on 100 grand a week and it won't make, it, it won't make a dent I, in 25 I think million. That, I think that probably quadruples what he's probably getting at Southampton, if yeah, not but that, more. But that puts him at 5 million a year. Yeah. We're sitting here on 35 million surplus on wages. But but why not offset that again? Like like you said, so you can go out and buy these other players that are like people have mentioned Kimmich, people have mentioned De Jong. De Jong, like I looked this up yesterday. De Jong is on like something like six hundred and twenty. Yeah, but that's why he's week. staying at Paris. Sterling a week. Yeah, but these are people that but uh, Lavia has to be on. I, I, if he's on more than fifteen grand a week, I'd be shocked. Yeah, at Southampton. Yeah, um, programmer so, says eight eight hundred and ten watching two hundred and twenty six likes not good enough. Yeah, listen, hit the like if you can, and um, there's loads and loads of you watching. Hit the like, subscribe, comment. Make sure you comment because we we love we're reading. I'm reading loads of them here. To be honest with you, um, Ashley Elsa's uh, sources in Saudi Arabia have said that Ali had it preparing a bid for Mo Salah. The Egyptian talisman will earn one hundred eighty million over two seasons. Rumor offering of Liverpool is sixty million pounds. Now, will you have a day off? Like, and I'm not saying that that actually, I'm not saying that. that Report isn't true, but no, we'll just stop it. Like, why would you be even entertaining that? Um, Antico says Salah will go this summer, and um, he feels he will go this summer. It's absolute madness. But, lads, look, we've a week to go to Chelsea. We're not happy with how the things have gone with regards to the transfer window and how we've, I suppose, looked to improve and looked to react to things that have happened. Um, over the last couple of weeks, Shawnee, what's the best case scenario in the in this week before Chelsea? Best case scenario is you sign players, two players who fill that void in the squad, mm. and you can kind of go. We'll see how we get on against Chelsea and get these lads into training for Bournemouth, get minutes in their legs in Bournemouth, and get them ready for the next game. And then hope by 
the time the international break comes around, we're back in a full Anfield, uh, ready ready to attack a season with a decent base that we've we've started off with. At the moment, like I don't see it. I don't. I don't. Like I said, I don't see it. I don't. I don't see that being the reality, even at the, the end of the thirty fourth of August. Because I've always maintained, Gav, that this window is going to show whether these owners are serious enough club or not. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they are. To my dismay, anyway, because I fucking we were all under the idea that this had to be done, and it's not being done. Not yet, anyway. And if it's been done, like you said, Gav, it hasn't been done correctly. Because I don't see what the club's plan is. Simple as that. Like I'm, I'd be normally fucking gleaming, dying for the ball to start, dying for us to get going, coming. Like honestly, even in, pre in years previous, I genuinely couldn't give a fucking fiddler's flu about the game next week. It's not. I'm not excited for it at all. I normally be buzzing Friday night football, Burnley, Man City. Couldn't give a bollocks. I'm not even going into half of these fancy football leagues anymore. No, well, I'm, I'm not going either because I just disappoint. I just let myself down by standing It's a louder bollocks, Gav. It's a louder bollocks. Like, I pulled out, stepped away a little bit last year in terms of getting massively engrossed in it. And I think it's probably the best thing I ever did because just looking at it and fucking the big picture the games are fucking it's in a fucking heap it's in yeah. shite like the, imagine reading that headline that uh, was thrown in there about Salah this time last year imagine seeing that video of Henderson walking around in a fucking O'Neill's kit with number 10 on the back of it <laughs> in, in the middle of a cricket ground in fucking Saudi Arabia like I'm thinking to myself what sort of fucking reality are we living in here that this fella is reportedly correct collecting over 400 grand a week the game is in fucking tartars it's in ruins it's the biggest load of bollocks honestly i just i can't i can't get myself up for it maybe next week something might change but i genuinely just i can't get me fuck, i can't get myself over it tell the truth you are gonna pull the plug in this fucking pod tonight I'd imagine going in the same yeah. boat as well. No, I, I was like going to put. I, I wasn't going to talk the same shit that we was, talk all the time. I was going to. I, I, I was going to the fucking pub. Well, I was going to because <laughs> I felt that what's changed. That was the first thing, and the second thing is we got a dog three days ago, and he's off the wall mental. I'm exhausted. I was over in a veterinary hospital at four o'clock this morning with him, um. So it's like I'm all over the shop, but. The reason, and I said to you, no, we're doing it, is because I wanted to have this conversation. Not about, let's sign this fella, let's, sign, let's talk about the whole thing and the process and stuff like that. Because, like, you know, we are three, like, just blokes talking about football, but um, it's nice at times to go into just different different areas of it. And we, I think we have tonight, I've really enjoyed it. Um, despite being quite annoyed, um, it, you know, and I'm a bit with you, Sean, I'm kind of going, Chelsea next Sunday. Like, I need, not that I need something to, I think everyone needs something to just go, you know what, we're going to Chelsea, we're getting these two players in, right? They might play, they might play, you don't know, but everyone kind of needs something. And look, that's look, there's loads of people there that are just, you know, cannot wait for next Sunday to come, you know what I mean? And when Sunday comes, I'll be, you know, I'll be there, I'll be ready to go. But there is, there is a bit, um, there is a bit, there is a bit, I think, of everyone where you're going into the season, but you're trudging into the season at the minute, where you should be bouncing in. And we need something to give give us that little bit of a bounce. Do you not think um, it could be a lot worse than Chelsea? What do you mean? Who are playing? I don't even know who Chelsea have anymore. Because I'm I'm you see you see going back to Shawnee's point on the game being in Tatters, like there's fellas being mentioned playing and I feel a bit like Phil Casey to be honest with you. And I'm not like Phil Casey where I do football really interests me. But like there's genuinely fellas on going, What? He's playing for them. And I genuinely am like that. And that's not me being ignorant or trying to be fucking edgy Guerrero. It's it's just like, what? Like, what, when did that happen? Do you know what I mean? Or like, yeah. or somebody hasn't moved 
And I'm going, no, he definitely went there. Didn't, no, no, he didn't go in the end. And it just seems to go on for ages. Chelsea stuff, I don't. I watched them against Newcastle when they played them in America, maybe 10 days ago. Some brilliant young footballers they have, like some brilliant ones. But they look a bit like, I'm looking at them going, I don't know who these are. And if you don't know who they are, they probably haven't played an awful lot for Chelsea. And it's not like they're all new signings. You know, it's it's a bit of a mad one, Chelsea. I don't know what way it's going to go with them. Um, they seem to be just throwing money at it. And it feels like one of those projects that comes to massive fruition in two, three years' time. But football doesn't allow you two to three years' time. And Chelsea have already proved that by spending 600 million and then trying to fucking get it all back. Do you know what I mean? So they didn't give themselves time, but they seem to be on a, on a trajectory where it needs time. Do you know what I mean? But so I, 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 the risk of sitting here next week with egg on my face, and I, I know I threw the high perch out, out there, there's probably 10 teams in the league that I would... I would I'd prefer to play Chelsea ahead of maybe ten other teams in that league. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I, you 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 said you watched them in pre-season. Like they've they've probably got about three or four players in the first team that they've picked that nobody knows. And then you look at the bench, and it's like, and, and 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 that's probably disrespectful to the lads that are playing for Chelsea. But I'd much I'd much prefer to play Chelsea than to be playing Brighton in the first game of the season. Yeah, maybe so, maybe so. And But then again, there's a bit of the unpredictability about Chelsea that I'm kind of wary of as well. They could turn up and we could batter them, or they could turn up and be all off the wall mad, and we don't know what way to deal with them. Do you know what I mean? Um, but look, we're going to get out of here. Um, that's about an hour-ish. Yeah, we're bang on the hour. Um, Shawnee, anything else before we go? No, that's it. You have that's it. Same show, different shovel. Yeah, it's like Trigger. Had the same brushing and only fills and horse for years. Just had 11 different handles, 14 different heads. Emma, anything else before we go? No, I, I think it was around about Wednesday or Thursday. I was thinking, Jesus Christ, Shawnee, fucking relax, will you? He was losing the plot altogether. <laughs> no, Shawnee's had it. Now I'm right on his coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's sitting beside the coat. Now I'm right on your coattails. I'm like, fuck. You're saying that, but I actually wasn't losing the head because it's just, again, it's a fucking merry-go-round of the same shit that what why why used to listen. And the only thing that annoys me more than fucking perpetual negativity wow. is perpetual positivity. When I think fucking balance is needed in all things, but to yeah. go over bar going, oh this and you can do this and we can do that. Give us a fucking break. Stop call it as it is. Simple as that. That's all you can do at the end of the day. Doesn't make you any less of a supporter by fucking no, high horse and grandstand. Just yeah. fucking say, tell us what you really think and stop the bleeding cheerleader bollocks. I hit peak uh, perpetual, perpetual Sean ability around about yesterday when we had nothing done. I was like, you know what, Sean is, I think Sean might be right here. You might be onto something. I think someone said it earlier on. It's like, if, if I start fucking worrying, Everybody should start worrying. Yeah, well, but, look, you have you yeah. have Hoiberg as your number one target, so um, <laughs> we're worrying about you fucking a long time, to be honest with you. Um, let me see. Uh, Philly McGarn says, "My wife is doing my head in. Get on the cans, fuck it, lads, enjoy it." Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Philly, that, that sounds like something. That sounds like something that's read out the start of a fucking Netflix documentary where some fella absolutely blinds the missus. <laughs> Everyone had to look into it. <laughs> yeah, just stay in the cans, Philly. Stay in the cans. Uh, Paul Gormley says, "Relax, Johnny. We're winning the league." You see, there's the positivity. Uh, Paul Gormley absolutely baiting you with that. Um, let me see. Um, Stephen Kemp says Sean is absolutely right there's no plan doesn't seem it at all we have handled the last four transfer windows appallingly it, you, you make you see you make arguments over transfer windows and I have no problem with that I just think this one is just a different level of loss of control and I think that's what it is and maybe Detroit takes some back during the week my best case scenario two players signed by Tuesday that's my best case scenario I think if I'd People thinking, you know, when the season starts and then, ah, oh, you'll do something with the 31st. There's no evidence there. There's just no evidence there. Um, and the process of what's going on this summer is the most worrying bit for me. Spending the money, yeah, make the arguments, but the process and the whole thing around 
Henderson and Fabinho, where I was kind of going, give them a bit of time. The bit of time is kind of, the bit of time is kind of gone there. Who starts tomorrow, Gavs and Sascop? We haven't a clue. Haven't a clue. We, we'll watch it and we'll see how we get on. Um, <clears throat> rest of the week, um, we'll start previewing the season. Um, we're definitely going to start doing predict- predictions stuff for the rest of the season. If any transfer stuff happens, we will do that. Um, I'm, look, I, I've loved this summer because I think the shows we've done have been brilliant. But I just want to get back to Friday where I know how my weekend looks for shows and how the week starts to finish up because I can plan because I'm literally, I've been winging it every single day since the end of last season. But I think we've done a good job in winging it in fairness. So when this week, um, this week there'll be loads of previews and different things, but then we'll work back into it then and we, we'll settle down into what we usually do. Um, that's about it. Thanks for being to Shawnee. Thanks for being to Emmett. There was loads and loads and loads of you watching. Loads and loads and loads of you liked. Two people didn't. Fair play. Uh, but hit the like button on your way out. Subscribe. Hit the bell icon. And you'll know every time we go live. That's been the Fatback 4. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out. Podcast Network.